Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Tuesday, July 26th. Help them sort out the mess. Today's scripture reading is from Galatians chapter 6, verse 1, from Mike's Amplified Version, which reads, My kith and kin, if ever someone who is all too human finds themselves suddenly derailed morally as they tumble end over end into one big train wreck they never saw coming, you, those flourishing with the spiritual life we've just described, help them pick up all the pieces and sort out all the mess. As you bring alongside your own broken and humbled spirit, to help them mend and heal. Just keep a close eye on yourself that you don't somehow get tripped up in the mess of it all. This is God's Word. Ah, the final page. Okay, one more time. Galatians isn't a book. It's a letter. Books have chapters and letters have pages and lines rather than verses. In this letter, we have witnessed Paul tearing into the feckless and fickle Galatians, announcing his dismay, pronouncing his anathemas, and correcting their egregiously poor judgment in falling for the sales pitch of circumcision hucksters. He has affirmed his own authenticity as well as that of his message as he retraced the lines of his own story as well as showing his complete lack of dependence upon the premier spiritual pillars in Jerusalem while still maintaining their solidarity with him. He has meticulously outlined the relationship between circumcision and the Jewish Torah, to which circumcision served as the ritualistic doorway, and the good news of Jesus, rooted in his death, burial, and resurrection. He has issued his clarion call to embrace their ensuing freedom in Jesus' finished work, and not to surrender an inch of it to any religious system demanding their adherence to it as the price of admission to Jesus. And he has laid out the two practical life pathways of flesh and spirit, urging them to keep step with the Spirit. And now, as he comes to the final page, I just can't shake the feeling that he's talking to himself. Well, just a little, at least. My kith and kin, if ever someone who is all too human finds themselves suddenly derailed morally as they tumble end over end into one big train wreck they never saw coming, well, you, those flourishing with the spiritual life we just described, help them pick up all the pieces and sort out all the mess as you bring alongside your own broken and humbled spirit to help them mend and heal. What has this entire letter been but this? Paul coming to the aid of multiple communities scattered throughout the region known as Galatia, who have become something of a train wreck, not only theologically, but socially. They have been troubled and agitated and have been prone to tearing at one another, to bite and devour one another. Paul has stepped in rather forcefully via letter to douse the flames or alternately to slap someone who's hysterical back to their senses. Okay, I'm seeing the classic scene from Airplane that reveals a whole line of passengers lined up with clubs, bats, chains, and brass knuckles to beat the hysteria right out of a panicked passenger. Perhaps Paul hadn't been that severe, but he had come close. 
Oh, how I wish I could be present with you now and change my tone, Paul had wished back on page four of this letter. And here he does. This is his heart for them. And this is the heart he would have them emulate towards each other. Yes, anger will naturally flare up at the moral train wrecks we witness. So much waste, so much destruction, so unnecessary. How could they let this happen? Yes, anger will naturally flare up, but that's not where we settle in. Anger gives way to helping them pick up all the pieces and sorting out all the mess as you bring alongside your own broken and humbled spirit to help them mend and heal. Fiery indignation yields to humble intervention, which makes this an eminently spiritual work. The carnal or merely human need not apply. The carnal and merely human crucifies people after tattooing their crime on their face so everyone can see. The spiritual doesn't break a bruised reed or extinguish a flickering flame. The spiritual extends a hand to pull them up as it clearly announces, neither do I condemn you. The fruit of the Spirit is not merely for display, it's for deployment. Right here, with and among those who have made a mess of things, again, or even again, and again, and again. How often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him, until seven times? Oh, we're just getting started, people. As a follow-up reading today, how about reading the classic story of Jesus' encounter with a woman caught in the very act of adultery in John chapter 8, verses 1 through 11. And then, if you're able, find the clip in YouTube of the depiction of this scene in the film The Passion of the Christ. Okay, and if you look at the printed notes of the devotions, you can actually see the link. But just search YouTube for, yeah, The Passion, The the woman caught in adultery, and and you'll find it. Beautiful scene. It takes all of one minute and 42 seconds, but without a single word of dialogue needed. And it brilliantly captures not only the scene from John, but the heart of Paul's counsel. Read, watch, and then pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer. When has someone been a gentle, helping presence with you in the midst of your own personal train wreck? What happened? How did they help you? When have you been able to be so present to another in their time of need? Lord, enough of the elder brother refusing to enter the celebration. More of the Father running to embrace and restore, to acknowledge with signet ring and adorn with fresh garments, and then to fet him at feast's table before nary a word of contrition be spoken or resolved to do better is affirmed. Let me restore others as you have restored and do restore me. Through your Spirit, with, upon, and in us. Amen.